0: Good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Rebecca S., and I am a recovered compulsive overeater. Today is Monday, November 25, 2013. Today we are reading from the big book, and we are at the beginning of the forward to first edition on page Roman numeral Xiiii. XIII. Today's readers are as follows. Reading the OA12 Steps is Marietta. Reading the OA12 Traditions is Rose. And reading the literature are Sylvia, Sally, Chelsea, and Judy B. The share ID for Sunday, November 24th meeting is 5519. realized my volume wasn't up, excuse me. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations.
1: Good morning, uh, my fellows. Uh, the 12 steps. One, we admitted we were powerless over food and that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood Him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, Made direct amends to such people whenever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Ten, continue to take personal inventory, and when we were wrong, promptly omitted it. Eleven, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood Him, praying only for knowledge of His will for us and the power to carry that out. Twelve, having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we try to carry this message of to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles of all our affairs and with that i pass And thank you
0: thank you marietta i will now ask rose to read the oa 12 traditions
2: thank you Um, the 12 traditions one our common welfare should come first personal recovery depends upon oa unity two for our group purpose there is but one ultimate authority ever reminding us to place principles before personalities pass.
0: Thank you, Rose. How our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. the Forward to First Edition, on page Roman numeral XIII. I will ask Sylvia to take it from the top.
3: Good morning. This is Sylvia, Recovered Compulsive Overeater in upstate New York. This is the Forward to the First Edition. This is the Forward as it appeared in the first printing of the First Edition in 1939. We of Alcoholics Anonymous are more than 100 men and women who have recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. To show other alcoholics precisely how we have recovered is the main purpose of this book. For them, we hope these pages will prove so convincing that no further authentication will be necessary. We think this account of our experiences will help everyone to better understand the alcoholic. Many do not comprehend that the alcoholic is a very sick person. And besides, we are sure that our way of living has its advantages for all. So um, what an amazing paragraph that I get to share on. This will be my last time sharing here as a reader. For about six months I'm about to start to travel. And this one is so important. This is where they set it out that there were 100 men and women who have recovered, not recovering, but they have found that the program works, and um, and from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body, and this is where they're going to reassure us, and they're going to explain to us that it is a physical allergy and an obsession of the mind, and this is probably the first time that any of us have been taught that. so this is so important um, as they set the tone, and then the next line to show other alcoholics precisely how we have recovered. And that's when they say this is a textbook. And that, you know, we might have heard in meetings that, you know, these are suggestions and recommendations. And here it says, no, this is the textbook. If you want what we have, this is exactly what you have to do. No equivocation here at all. Um, And uh, the next line that... uh, We hope you don't have to go out and do more research. You know, please trust us and follow our path. Um, And then to reassure everyone, whether you're an alcoholic or not, many do not comprehend that the alcoholic is a very sick person making its case. And even if you're not, we think that following these 12 steps and um, following this, this menu is going to be better for everyone, and I truly believe that. So when I, when I came into um, – I'd been in O.A. for, for I don't know, maybe six or seven years before I found um, the big book, the way that we do it in, in a vision, but it was another program and then morphed to another program, and then I came here. Uh, it was So it was really important to know that who have recovered, that I didn't have to keep on living in this um, – Uh, fighting the food, even if I was abstinent, fighting the food, white-knuckling the food, um, and this hopeless state of mind and body, so I didn't have to continue in the insanity of the mind and be in a normal body weight, that there was a better way, that there was a way, and that these other people had done it, and that all I had to do was follow what the big book says. And um, and. That That's so important to me, too, because, uh, you know, I've been through a couple of sponsors just because I travel a lot, and I found that if, if it didn't matter as long as we were all following the big book, I could get recovered, and I could get recovered no matter how crazy my life was, and it was very crazy. I had a lot of intense things going on with, you know, legal cases in other countries and, you know, custody things with grandchildren and, you know, my son being in danger. It, it didn't matter that recovery was possible if I followed the precise directions in this book. And that's true uh, as I sponsor, too. I used to be so nervous that I wasn't going to be a good enough sponsor. And then I got to relax because if I just followed the precise directions in the book, I I couldn't fail. I'm just delivering the message as outlined here, and I believe through a power greater than myself, uh, through a higher power. So um, this is an incredibly important paragraph um, and sets the tone for the rest of the book, gives me hope, but actually gives me boundaries, too, precisely how we have recovered. And with that, I pass. Thank you.
4: Thank you,
0: Sylvia. Who would like to share on this paragraph?
1: Monica? Uh Lauren?
0: I heard Monica. And who else? Lauren? Lauren? And then there was someone else. Okay, Monica, and then Lauren.
5: Good morning. Thank you very much. My name is Monica, and I am a recovered compulsive overeater. And here we are in the Forward to the First Edition. We of Alcoholics Anonymous are more than 100 men and women who have recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. A hundred of them who have recovered, you know, they're walking miracles. From a seemingly and apparently, to all outward appearance, hopeless state of mind and body. You know, that's where I was when I came into these rooms, hopeless state of mind and body. And here's a a hundred of them who have recovered, who have changed. You know, it's easy to, so this book was authored here by more than 100 people. Bill wrote the main writing, but they, this 100, reviewed everything. You know, it's easy to argue with just one person. But here we have a hundred people who are coming together and agreeing on this 100%. That's pretty powerful. It's a little harder to argue with what they're trying to say to us. To show other alcoholics precisely how we have recovered. And this is the fourth time in just a few pages that we are seeing the word recovered or recover. Wow, what hope. Precisely How We Recovered is the main purpose of this book. So, they are going to give us, and we compulsive all readers should love this, they are going to give us a recipe. And if we follow that recipe exactly as they give it to us, each ingredient, the proper measurements, then we will get what they have gotten. But if we start changing things around and trying to do it our own way, we're not going to get what they have given us. And they are telling us precisely how we have recovered, how we have changed, how we have had a spiritual awakening, how we have changed in our attitude, our thinking, and our behavior as a result of doing this work. So a lot, a lot, a lot of hope here for anybody who's new in listening. There is a way out, and you don't have to stay there anymore. And with that, I pass.
6: Thank you, Monica. Lauren? Hi, this is Lauren, a recovered compulsive eater from Pittsburgh. I wanted to reel in on the last line that says, we are sure that our way of living has its, has its advantages for all. And that reminds me that this is way more about staying sober or abstinent or um, any physical changes only. This is about a way of living. And I was just leaning out my window this morning And looking at the um, beautiful sky, I had all these shades of pink and purple and white. And I sent a picture to some of my friends just thinking, I have friends. I have people who love me. And that is truly a way of living that I didn't have before. I didn't feel connected to anybody at all. So we're going to find through the pages the promises you know, that it that it talks about and how they get this new way of living. But um I will pass. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Lauren. Would anyone else like to share on this paragraph?
7: This is After. Bella Leah.
0: I heard Bella and Leah. This Bella is Larissa. And Larissa. Darren. <laughs> and Sharon. Bella go ahead.
7: Thank you. Good morning. This is Bella, and I am a thankful recovered compulsive overeater. Thank you, Rebecca, for your service, and thank you very much, everybody that is on the line. It's a paragraph with hope, with so much hope, and I like it. And it says here, will help everyone to better understand the alcoholic. So, first of all, it will help everyone everyone, we all have the hope to be recovered from this disease, and it doesn 't matter what we are, where we are where we de- where we live uh, with which religion we are with if we are a man a woman an adult a, a young it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what is our uh, status of learning our Academic, our a professional field. It doesn't matter. We all, we we all have the hope to be recovered, and we all have. We can do it. We can be recovered. It doesn't matter, and how we will be recovered. Um, to better understand the alcoholic, yes, before the program. I saw that my disease is physical and emotional. So I am eating because, you know, I have emotional issues. I am happy. I am sad. I am disappointed. Now I understand better. Yes, I need a spiritual level to be recovered. I cannot do it all by myself. I cannot deal with my feelings by myself. I need the spiritual level to understand my disease. My disease is an allergy of the body and an obsession in the mind. And to remove it, I need the help of a spiritual level. I need the help of God. And I want to bring God into my life because now I understand better my disease. And only when I understand the meaning of my disease I can I can deal with this according to the recipe of this book. Thank you for letting me share and I pass.
4: Thank you, Bella. Leia? Thanks so much, Rebecca. Good morning, everybody. My name is Blair. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. To show other alcoholics precisely how we have recovered is the main purpose of this book. Um, you know, these men and women uh, decided upon a book in which they could tell other alcoholics this great news, um, and it was the collective voice and wisdom and experience. It took thousands of hours to produce, and it shares um, a specific, um, precise method to show others, other alcoholics, precisely how we we have recovered. Precisely means, of course, exact, specific, meaning that this program of recovery um, is not a buffet table. It's not uh, take what you want and leave the rest. There is a precise uh, method to get to a very specific aim, goal, and objective, and that is to be recovered. And that's new language in Overeaters Anonymous. And it's new language worth repeating. This is, a not, this is not about being cocky or arrogant or anything like that. This is not about personal success. This is not about personal power. This is about um, what this program can do and when we surrender ourselves to a power greater than ourselves, Um, you know, it's important to realize that the Big Book consistently uses the word recovered and not recovering. The word recovering is only used once in this text and only to describe someone who is still working through the steps and is not yet free from the bondage of this addiction, The big book uses recovered because it's that specific word and that specific experience that shows and describes a complete change in one's attitude. It's an advertisement. I mean, if you want to sell a product, you have to talk about the product itself. You have to talk about the results. What are the results of this program of recovery? The results are recovered. That is the goal. We've got to know, if we don't know where we're going, any road will get us there. But if we know we want to be recovered, and if we know that that is possible as a result of this program, then that's the advertisement. It's the advertisement to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. I no longer have the illness I used to have. You guys know my story. I've shared it enough on the line. I no longer have the illness that I used to have. True, it's a daily reprieve contingent on my spiritual condition, of course, but I have recovered from a seemingly hopeless condition of mind and body. And the compulsive overeater who's on this line, who is still suffering, deserves no less from me. It would be a disservice and an injustice for me to say any less. And it's not that I'm full of pride, I am humbled. I was broken by this disease, believe me, unable to accomplish this on my own, on my own resources, left to any human aid or any method or remedy that I could pull out of my sleeve. It was nothing. I was pummeled by this disease. I had to surrender completely and submit myself surrender myself to this precise Program, and that is exactly what these men and women are coming forward. They're coming forward and saying, "This is not a book of theory or philosophy. This is a big show and tell operation. This is people coming forward and being living proof of what this program of recovery offers." I've been abstinent since January nineteenth, nineteen eighty-seven. There's a couple of things that that says to me. First of all, I haven't needed to take that first compulsive bite because this program of recovery has given me these precise, clear, specific directions that have allowed those changes to be made within myself and within my attitudes by God so it's no longer necessary for me to look and search and dig my fists into some substance to make me feel comfortable on this planet. The second thing that that tells me when I say I am recovered since January 19, 1987, is that this program works. And that is the message that this paragraph shares. And with that, I pass. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Leah. Larissa?
4: Good morning, everyone. Um, My name is Larissa. I'm
8: a grateful, recovered, compulsive, and relaxed survivor in New York. Thank you, everyone, for your service today. Um, yeah, the, the hope here with the word recovered, I can't even speak to the number of years I was in um, OA and basically told that there was no such thing as recovered. Um, and the book says it over and over and over again. Um, what's coming to heart this morning for me from, the, from this paragraph is um, the reminder in how it works that rarely have we seen a person fail who has thoroughly followed our path. That is precisely how they have recovered is laid out for us. Um, there's many ways in which we follow these precise instructions. There are words that are italicized in the first print and they actually had underlined and they paid extra for that typeface. These are words we're meant to pay attention to. There's must in many places in this book and sometimes even double must in case we didn't get it the first time. There's a really clear-cut path laid out before us and the hope of knowing that if we follow this path it's just rarely has anyone failed if they do what they tell us to do? Um, it goes on to tell us that the only people who don't recover are people who are constitutionally incapable of being honest. And um, again, in the in the forward, in the first forward, it was um, uh, it was uh, an honest desire to stop drinking was the requirement, and honesty becomes the key to everything. The other stuff that's coming up as we read really this 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 inspiration and hope is in those no stories, when he um when he realizes that Eddie is a miracle before him. Um and um there's this reference to the musty past. Um and I had the page and now it just jumped away from me and so see if I can find it again. Um basically we are all walking miracles that have gone from a hopeless state where literally food owns my soul. I couldn't live my life without thinking about where I was going to get it, how I was going to have it, where I was going to stash it, um, my brain space was not available to me. And these instructions have given me freedom. They have given me a connection to a God of my understanding. They have given me an ability to turn to that God where I used to turn to the behavior of shoving food into me to the point that it was killing me. And I have not had the wish, or desire to turn to food as my coping mechanism for life. Since I recovered in 2010, and that's a miracle to me because I spent years and years and years following food plans, trying to, um, you know, work tools instead of following precise instructions. Um, this works. It really does. It really does. And um, each and every one of us who has recovered from this, this sort of state understands that we are a beacon and light and hope and we you know, I feel so blessed to be able to live a life of use today instead of a life where I was thinking every minute of every moment, what am I when am I gonna get what I want? I don't have to live that way anymore. Um this is a miracle and and the instructions are so clear and so simple. And yet we as addicts like to multiply things all the time. So when I finally that's that I'm willing to go to any length to follow these directions, then the freedom was brought to me. And I hope that every single person on this line understands that I had years and years and years of what I call chronic falling off of a food plan um, because I wasn't working with steps. So I was using the fellowship as a diet cause and support this. And I hope that every single person on this line that is struggling understands that there is a solution and it's in the pages of this book and they too can have. Recovered as a way of being. Thank you so much for letting me share. Thank you, Larissa.
0: Barbara?
9: Sharon?
0: Barbara, you'll go after Sharon. Okay. Sharon? Sharon, go right, Sharon
10: ahead. go right ahead. Thank you, Rebecca. Can you hear me?
6: Hello? Yes, Sharon, I oh, okay, hear
0: nice. you. Thanks, Rebecca.
10: Um, Thank you to everyone out on the line who's listening today, and I just want to thank everyone who has been so faithful to, to this meeting every single day, and I just wanted to start with um, the first three or four sentences here. We of Alcoholics Anonymous are more than 100 men and women who have recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. To show other alcoholics precisely how we have recovered is the main purpose of this book, and for them, we hope these pages will prove so convincing that no further authentication or research will be necessary um, i I started listening to this program in July of two thousand and twelve and i I am just so grateful um, because i've I've been in and out of uh o a for many times um, and still could not understand why I had. Become recovered, like it talks about here, in, with another in another uh, program, and yet it just uh, did not happen in this one. And you know, when I kept hearing over and over again as we read through these beginning pages, which I had never ever done in OA, um, it was like this light shining on the page. Um, listen, listen to what you need to hear. Uh, and it was that seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. And yet these people were recovered, 100 people that jumped off the page at me too, that were recovered, that were recovered, just like these people on this line uh, that are able to say, I am a recovered compulsive overeater. And by God's grace today, I am one of those. And I am so grateful for that. And I have a hope that I didn't have before because I just kept um, being unwilling to accept to the core of my being that with this particular addiction, I was in that category, Um, just a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. Um, So I just have that highlighted and underlined. And um, I just uh, thank everyone out on the line for their service. Um, I feel humbled and blessed to be able to be giving freely back now what has been freely given to me um, and uh, through this, uh, not of anything on my own power, that's for sure, but this God power that is working in me today. And um, with that, I pass. Thank you, Rebecca.
9: Thank you, Sharon. Barbara? Thank you. This is Barbara, Recovered Composable Reader and there's so much in this one introductory paragraph to a forward. It was written almost 75 years ago, and what I'm looking at, in addition to what has been shared, uh, is first of all, an early sponsor who reminded me, and the, and the thought stays with me, that this program, and as it's presented, is a prescription. And she often, you know, um, alerted me to the fact that if I were to compare it to a prescription given by a medical doctor, if one ingredient were left out of the tablet, that prescription of that medication would not help the sickness, the illness, the disease. So if I were to leave out one aspect of this recovery prescription as it's presented anything physical, anything emotional, anything spiritual that is, that is clearly outlined in the book, in the steps, in the practices that we share at meetings, then I'm not going to get well. I'm, I'm not taking a prescription for an illness, a sickness, a disease. And bless the people who started it out almost 75 years ago dealing with being Alcoholics Anonymous and looking at, as is said at the close of the paragraph this way of living has its advantages for all. So overeaters anonymous came from it, narcotics anonymous, debtors anonymous, sex and love addicts, clutterers anonymous. I mean, it's endless. And then there are the people who have not associated with a formal 12-step way of life who benefit from this way of life. Whatever the needs and the hungers of, of living in a very sick society and then as a sick person um, being unable to function at all. Here's here's the way. Here is here is a way that has an advantage for the person who is acknowledging the sickness, and for for everyone who has hungers that everyone does, and 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 ev- all humans are looking for a way. Uh, thank you, and I pass. Thank you, Barbara.
0: Was there another Sharon?
9: Wanted to speak. Yes,
11: Sharon. I
0: had a feeling that was my confusion. Go
11: ahead, Sharon. Okay, Okay, thank you. Good morning to you, and thank you for your service, and thank you to all who are on the line. And besides, we are sure that our way of living has its advantages for all, and, and that was just spoken about, and that was some of the things that were shared, were the things that I was thinking about. I have a But looking at page 66, it speaks of this to some extent. If we were to live, we had to be free of anger. The grouch and the brainstorm were not for us. They may be the dubious luxury of normal men. But for alcoholics, these things are poison. So what we find is that we've been given, given a way of living, a cure, a prescription that we can take. It's one that everyone can take and perhaps should take. However, if we don't take our prescription, we will die. Other people may not, they can get by without taking theirs. They will remain sick. Our world world will, will remain sick, but they won't necessarily die, but for us, at least for me this was life or death i was literally killing myself with the with the spoon and i could not with my in my own strength save myself i could not stop this way of living has provided me a way out I want to also point out that it says a way of living, a way of living. And this is not, I, have, I had a way of living before. It was all encompassing, encompassing, encompassing. When I got up in the morning, I lived that way, and, and I had a way of going about my day. It was a self-destructive way. When I came to the program, this big book told me I had to set my old way of living aside. And that was difficult for me because though my way of living was causing my destruction, I had some affinity for it. I, had, I really wanted my way to work. I had invested a lot in my way of living, and I didn't want to let it go. But I was faced with my own destruction, so I could hold on to my way of living and go right off the cliff with it, or I could let it go, accept a new way of living. And what is really, really, I, I, that I think about sometimes when I look at, when I, when I feel like I'm a freak, because I can't eat the way other people eat, and I I can't do the things that they do. I've I've had to accept a different way of living. I can't, I, for years and years, for decades, I thought that I could somehow, some way, return to eating in a normal way. But in order to adopt this new way of living, I had to give up that illusion, I had to give that up and accept that I can never go uh, back if I ever I, – I don't think I ever ate normally, but I could never go. I could never eat like other people. I could, I could only eat this way, and in order to eat this way, I needed a new way of living. But what is rewarding to me, what I think about sometimes when I feel like a freak, is this sentence, and besides, we are sure – that our way of living has its advantages for all. So though in some ways I feel like I'm kind of a freak because of of the, the crazy things that I did with food and because of the lengths that I have to go to to stay out of that craziness, I find that the solution that's been presented to me is one that is beneficial to everyone. It's not a a, a freak type of solution it's a mainstream solution it's a solution that if everyone adopted we would have a better world it would be a better place to live and that I fall back on on those days when I feel that I am unusual or strange or weird because of the disease that I have and with that I pass
0: thank you Sharon Would anyone else like to share on this paragraph? Well, this is Rebecca. And I'm a grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater. And um, this um, paragraph gives me permission to call myself that and encouragement to do that, even in a face-to-face OA meeting where I'm the only one who uses that terminology. that in the middle of the paragraph, after they refer to to show other alcoholics precisely how we have recovered is the main purpose of this book, the next sentence begins with, for them. And I'm just noticing that they're not saying, for you, as if they're assuming that it's the alcoholic who's reading the book. In general terms that uh, implying that this book really is for everyone to read if you happen to be an alcoholic fine then you um, might be convinced by the proof that they're offering but also that as it says at the end of the human condition if we want to take it a little further since we can all benefit from this way of living and um, for those of us who have other addictions and in my case it's compulsive overeating um, they're sure that this way of living has its advantages for me too and with that I'll pass would anyone else like to share on this paragraph before we move on?
12: This is Gwen, compulsive overreader. Go
0: ahead, Gwen.
12: I wanted to comment, too, on the um, paragraph that says, well, this account will help everyone to better understand the alcoholic. And I think um, it was very important to remember that they wrote for the wives, for the family, for the employer, and um, I think that the influence – of the Al Anons, the you know the group had not yet formed, but um, at many of the early meetings, you know the wives attended as well as the husbands, or the husbands attended if their wife was the alcoholic. And I really, um, really? this is a blessed program for anyone. It's like a way of life, you know, for anyone who suffers from um, the effects of someone else's drinking or eating as well, because it helps them to better understand us. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Gwen. Why don't we continue with Sally for the next paragraph?
13: Good morning. A vision for you. This is Sally, Recovered Pulse Overeater. It is important that we remain anonymous because we are too few at present to handle the overwhelming number of personal appeals which may result from this publication. Being mostly business or professional folk, we could not well carry on our occupations in such an event. We would like it understood that our alcoholic work is an avocation. And so here we see in this paragraph the, the first mention of anonymity. And this is a tradition that's going to be expounded on on page XIX. I'm going there to just share a point Um, on the very first full paragraph, it says, as we discovered the principles by which the individual alcoholic could live. So these are principles that we could live by. So we had to evolve principles by which the AA groups and AA as a whole could survive and function effectively. And it goes on to say, it was thought that no alcoholic man or woman could be excluded from our society, that our leaders might serve but not, never govern. And we see here the uh, expounding on the traditions right down to a few lines down. It says our public relations were to be based upon attraction rather than promotion. And here it is. It was decided that all members ought to be anonymous at the level of press, radio, TV, and films. So they're not telling us to be anonymous with each other. They're telling us to be anonymous at the level of press, radio, TV, and films. And so going back to uh, XIII, the page that we're reading, we see here there are two reasons that we're being given for anonymity. Um, One is on the level of press, radio, film. And here we also see because there were so few and they had an incredible solution. They had the solution. And there were countless numbers of people in the world who were desperate, desperate like me and you, for the solution. And they would have been over, overrun and overwhelmed. And so they required anonymity so that they could function in their daily life. When they say to us in that very last word of the paragraph, avocation, We would like it understood that our alcoholic work is an avocation. That word is a hobby in the uh, Big Book Dictionary, a hobby, an activity. Um, So they were not making this a life work, although it was their life work without a doubt, and certainly Bill W. turning his home into a place of refuge for so many and um, working with alcoholics um, day by day. But for so many of the people, it was An application as it is for so many of us um, an important part of our life and still not our life work for many of us and so this term anonymity is uh, it's a very important term but shouldn't be misused we're not supposed to be secret agents we're not supposed to be hiding our light under a bushel there are so many people who who need and want um, this gift this solution uh, and and this plan That works and um, we need to be ready to have our hands open to share what we have been so freely given with that I pass
0: thank you Sally would anyone like to share on this
13: paragraph okay well this is Rebecca
0: again still a grateful compulsive overeater and um, I'm noticing the sentence, being mostly business or professional folk, we could not well carry on our occupations in such an event, um, the event being an overwhelming number of personal appeals. And um, I have a business, and um, I do neglect it to some degree because of this avocation of mine, which is um the compulsive overeater work that I do and um I'm trusting in God that um I'll manage well and do the next right thing and over time uh it will even out and I will uh be in balance and serve um, both my business and my family, and my community, and my fellows in compulsive in overeaters anonymous. I just surrender and accept and trust that God's infinite wisdom and grace will carry me through. And with that, I will pass. Would anyone else like to share on this? This is
13: conference? Larissa.
0: Go ahead, Larissa.
8: Good morning, again, everyone. As always, grateful to covered, compulsive reader. Um, the thought that comes up here too is how wise they were. I, I know when we studied *Divisions for you a few weeks back, there was this uh, reference or cross-reference to this that when this chip of a book hits the world, you know, it's sort of like a, a, a reference to like a ripple effect in a pond. Um, they had no idea the, the the amount of success this book would have and how it would be. Uh, printed into millions of copies, um, but, you know, they they knew they had um, a responsibility practicing these principles in all our affairs, having healthy balance. Um, but viewing this disease as life and death and knowing that we need to make ourselves develop and it. you know, part of my amends is most certainly not taking from my employer um, giving an honest day's work for an honest day's pay, and, and not coming into work with a sense of entitlement, but showing up in the spirit of how can I serve um, my employer and my coworkers, the students we serve. Um, and the thought that comes to mind here again is, is balance, because um, I can take a brief call during the day and support someone in something in the direction of something that can serve their recovery. Um, but I must always, you know, honor the, the spiritual principles, the guidelines that we've been given to, um, to have healthy balance there and to, um, you know, not take up time that, that is meant to be used uh, in the pursuit of what is needed by the people paying me at the time they're paying me. I, I love that the chapter of the employer is also given to us as, you know, as boundaries or, or um, giving the employer an idea to give some leeway to their employees who's recovered um, or recovering at the time from, um, from this condition because Without that, they wouldn't know that it's appropriate to sort of give a leeway so that they can be of use. Because ultimately, me being able to be of use to God and man enabled me to continue to live this way of life, to continue to grow my spiritual life. Um, and so, if I was, if there was no room to be of service, um, it wouldn't. I would have to change my affairs, my you know, practices, principles, and all my affairs. I would have to change the way in which I'm working so that I could make myself accessible to be of use to my fellows, um, you know, so I'm very blessed and fortunate to, have, to be able to have that balance today. Um, and again, we're, we're constantly given guidelines, you know, uh, we can earnestly pray for the right ideal for guidance in each questionable situation, for Saturday and the strength to do the right thing, and to create those, that balance in our life so that we can be of use to the man who's still sick while still honoring our commitment to the rest of our lives. Thanks so much for letting me come.
0: Thank you, Larissa. Would anyone else like to share on this paragraph?
12: Mary Lynn? Go ahead, Mary Lynn. Thanks, Rebecca. Um, Hi, this is Mary Lynn, recovered in Connecticut. And um, referring to the anonymity, I know that before I started with the Visions uh, program in mid-January of this year, I might have been apt to talk a little bit about my history and my background, my job work. And I have found, for me, that was very distracting when other people did it, and I saw it was very distracting when I did it. And I would just like to go back to the word precisely in that first paragraph and what I've been given after 22 and a half years of flipping and sliding in this program by starting the Visions phone bridge and being given a wonderful recovered big book sponsor in both programs. um, That precisely is God helping me um, work on my flights of fancy and coming back to the present moment and um, working the program the way it's designed and set up within the steps rather than my way. So I am so grateful and um, thankful at this special time and uh, grateful to have met so many wonderful people who are on the line up at the retreat and um can't say enough for this wonderful meeting. Thank you all very much.
0: Thank you, Mary Lynn.
12: Would anyone uh, else like to share?
11: This is PC. Could you repeat your name? It's initials like personal computer, PC. PC.
0: Go right ahead, PC. <clears throat>
11: I'm um, new to OA just a couple of weeks. And um, it's it's been such an awesome freeing journey. And but but um, I have found myself in that place of, of of being so excited about it that I've compulsively overdone OA the same way I used to compulsively overdo food. So I certainly am. Um, Trusting that balance will be restored as I continue. Then that's all I have to share.
13: Thank you, PC. Is there anyone else who would like to share before we close?
0: Okay, well, thank you to everyone who has shared. We will now close with the reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the serenity prayer. Will Chelsea please read A Vision for You? Our book is meant to be suggestive only.
14: Thank you, Rebecca. Thanks for your service. This is Chelsea, recovered in South Jersey. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little.